0: Oh, yes. Yeah, because it's only going global to be gonna get worse and worse. Yes. Yeah, it's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Global warming's not going to get better. Mm-hmm. Welcome to Comedians Ruin the Bachelorette podcast, the show where I act like we're about to ruin the show The Bachelorette, <laughs> but really the podcast ruins you. And then I get to fuck three people on the podcast, and then two of them. <laughs> What is it? Two of them have to meet my dad. Sure. And then one of them gets to fuck my dad. Only one of them gets to fuck my dad. And it could be, my guess, today. <laughs> ah, Lordy. <laughs> do you want to introduce yourself, Lindsay? Uh, my name
1: is Lindsay Vereen. I've done comedy for a while. I haven't been in the game in a minute. But I did do comedy for a few hot years in Mobile,
0: Alabama. Yeah, at one point she was the only woman doing comedy in Mobile.
1: Literally, out of like 23 people.
0: It was a bunch of sausage.
1: It was. It she was, was the
0: only collage. And I
1: was constantly introduced as the only female comedian in Mobile Alabama.
0: <laughs> female! Don't you love it how they say female? Female. You yeah, like you're a Venotype type or something? Yes. <laughs> Lindsay Venotype, type, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so today we're talking about episode four. Yes, yeah, episode four. yeah, yeah. Four, four. of four. charity's season of The Bachelorette. And um Charity's a really nice girl. She starts off with like 30 boyfriends. She's gotta narrow the field down. It's kind of fucking boring. It is. Compared to a lot of reality TV. Like have we been so there's not a lot of crying.
1: Yeah. And I'm not even that into that much crying, but you don't get off to, to cry, found, girl? What the I, fuck? I found myself missing some crying, though, in this season. Even though that's not something I'm super into.
0: Yeah, it's not my kink, but it's like, my expectation. Damn. Like, yeah. It's the bare minimum. Like, why am I here? Not a lot of drama. I'm not gonna cry. Yeah, that especially... Um, well, this season, I think, is boring for what this show is, because right. Charity yeah, is a really nice person. Mm-hmm. She is. She's a. She, I think she graduated from Auburn or something. Mm-hmm. She's very small. Her head is very small, so you don't want to, like, break her head. She's a very small person. And the thing is, it's like, the whole point of the show is to break people's heads. <laughs> yeah. Bokey. It's kind of break them open. <laughs> <laughs> but she's a nice person, so it's really boring. And then not only that, but... Uh, The pandemic, there was so much, like, new, crazy, sociopathic reality TV that came out. It's kind of like we're going back to the, like early two thousands when reality TV was really fucked up, you know, when people were going full bridal plasty
1: mm-hmm.
0: on us. Um people right. really, we were like locking up middle aged women and telling them they're ugly, like holding a gun to their head, like you're ugly Bethany, your chin's weird. It's like Damn. I gotta fix my chin and then it's like oh your husband's <coughs> not gonna love you. Like that's what we used to do. Or like everybody date flavor flavor
1: Right. Yeah, that was interesting. That was funny. <laughs> but like twice date Flavor Flav twice he had two seasons yeah yeah he had one season with like Bridget Bridget whatever her name is and then he had another season
0: right oh no so I think he met Brigitte Nielsen Brigitte Nielsen I think he met that on one of the spinoff shows like one of the crazy house of celebrity shows yes like, like I think Midi, yes. like Mini Me was Damn. there. Damn! I think Mini Me was God, there. I think it that, goes, so, that deep. Porn star it goes so deep. It goes so deep. Was that guy, that ugly guy with the big dick, was there? They're all Not ugly. How many are there of them? Ugly guy with big dick. Ugliest no, guy with the biggest dick. The ugliest guy with the biggest dick.
1: I like never. And the most handsomest guy with the smallest dick. Which would you oh choose? Oh, my God. I don't know, but... The most handsome with the smallest dick or the ugliest guy with the biggest dick? No, the ugliest guy with the biggest dick. But you dick. get fucking dark.
0: You know, you get fantasized. No, but size. it's kind of it's it's hot when they're ugly. You know, like, <laughs> when you're the cute one and they're real ugly, and it's like, yeah, ugly motherfucker. And they're motherfucker. so happy to fuck you. Yeah, they're just like a dog. They're, yeah, and- <laughs> they're just like, this is the best time of my fucking life. I'm yeah. finally free. And it's kind of like, ooh... But that's kind of, like, hot, you know? Like, it's kind of like, ooh, ooh, get your paws off me. Well, don't get your paws off me. Ew, but, oh my god, yeah. But Yeah, ew. yeah, that's what's hot <laughs> about it. It's like, this would be rape if I wasn't like, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, we're already going there. Um, but yeah, so modern reality TV has gotten fucked up again. Because mm-hmm. we've got shit like uh, The Ultimatum. Where they took a bunch of lesbian couples and they remixed them. And everyone like fucked each other and then argued over what fucking means. Like, you fuck her? Like, no, I just fingered her. It's like, that's (laughs) fucking to me.
1: (laughs) That was so. I really did love the Ultimatum Queer. Oh, I loved it. It's the best. And what. I was like halfway through it and I realized I've never watched a reality show that no men existed. (gasps)
0: <gasps> yeah, and that was
1: very refreshing because the conversations too were so much deeper you know they yeah, were they were. were so much deeper Like and it was just
0: like, like someone would have a problem was, with someone and flip out and then the other person would be like I think this is your childhood issues and they'd be like uh-huh. oh my god this is my childhood issues yes That's and why it I'm was yelling so much you.
1: it was so interesting to see just an entire show that was nothing but quote unquote women, like I'm doing air quotes, but women, yeah, right? Like
0: yeah. nothing but and women. Women and like different types of women. Like so much show. Right. But there were so many interesting binaries in that show. Yes. Like, okay, there was I the, agree. the gender binary because people that came as like a butch masculine. and a woman, they would match up with similarly. But then yes. also. Um,
1: but even ones that you expected to be butch weren't.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Things like that.
0: Oh yeah, the ones that the ones that look like they're not gonna cry the most are the ones that cry the most. Uh huh. But then also, I really liked there was an extrovert introvert binary that people were dating along the lines of, and it's like like Ray getting with uh, Vanessa. It's like of course because they always are in an extrovert introvert binary in their relationships, and it's like I had never thought about that when like that's something probably at play in some of my relationships. Mm-hmm. Mine too. Like, there was another binary. So there was the gender binary. There was the extrovert <clears throat> introvert. Well, there was the abuser abuse victim binary. There was like a fight binary. Like people. It, there would. was
1: the Asian woman and who she got with.
0: Yeah. Uh, so like the the most argumentative woman got with the most avoidant woman. Mm-hmm. And right. that was exactly. like oh, wow! That was explosive. But then there's also, like, fucked up reality shows like Milk Manor.
1: Yes, like I was telling you about.
0: Yeah, so tell me about Milk Manor because I didn't actually watch it because I <laughs> think that I might like it too much. <laughs> and then what will that say about me? Well, when I, first, when I
1: first saw it, I was like, this is so stupid. I didn't entertain it. But so then what it is just, Milk Manor? It kept, it kept coming up in my feed, and it's, so, it's older women who think they're going to go to a retreat and meet a bunch of younger men. As you do. And it's like a bachelorette type situation. But it's like, you know, but groups mothers, of people. I'd
0: like to. Right.
1: And then you're band. going to some island where there's a bunch of younger dudes. Young dude
0: island, yeah. Like, Stella's got a group back. And it turns out
1: that the younger dudes are all of these women's sons. So, yes, you can still date, of course.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But you're having to date in front of your... You know your son you're having to date in front of your now friend who is a mom's son
0: you try that in a small town yeah it'll be exactly weird. like being in a small yeah. town yeah
1: <laughs> i didn't see that i genuinely didn't see that coming maybe i should have but i didn't yeah you think too highly of the world <laughs> yeah i guess i do <laughs> damn because i i genuinely thought oh, okay it's a bunch of dudes that are young, that genuinely want to hook up with, like, a 50-year-old
0: yeah, plus yeah. woman. When I heard that, I thought I it was thought really hot. I genuinely thought that's what
1: it would be. Yeah, like, I, thought, it's I
0: thought it was hot. They're like, let's take this thing 25-year-old <laughs>
1: dudes who want to date 50-plus-year-old women. And cool. not even really
0: date, but, like, fuck. You know? Or, yeah, and have like, a fling with. Divorced women that want a dick this still fuck, that still works. And that is know. not what this Ooh, show no, is. No, that's really <laughs> gross. That would make me, um... I don't know. I feel like... Like, what would you do if you were on a reality show like that, and then it's like, it was like, your dad's there. Like, I think I'd just kind of like, high five my dad, and be like, I'm gonna try to mind my own business. Is that just me? Well, see, I
1: don't have a dad, so like...
0: Nice. Avoided it. Yeah.
1: I don't have, I have daddy issues. Like, I don't have one, so I don't know. I can't picture Well, see,
0: that's the thing, is daddy issues might make that show melt women's brains. Right. Yeah, I might just, like, I haven't seen you in years. I've never God. met you. God, oh my God. Like, yeah, if you reversed it, normally people say if you reversed it, it would be more predatory. But I don't even think the predatory thing would be the worst thing about it. I think it would be, like, the daddy is just brain explosion. Ugh. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's better if the women have power in that situation because um, women are, like, more fucking fragile. I mean, look at Charity. You just want to throw her over a bridge.
1: She's very, very nice.
0: She's very aerodynamic.
1: (laughs) And she's so small. Yes. She is a small person.
0: Well, and all the dudes are over five foot eleven. Like if you're five foot eleven, you're like, wow, I'm a teeny guy. I used to be a regular guy, and I'm a very teeny man. but then he secretly got the biggest dick like he's like i was born with one leg but my dick is so big i just, everyone thinks i got two legs all right anyway secretly so episode four brings us to a new location and every time we get to a new location they have to announce it as if we've heard of the place and as if we should know about it like like sometimes they'll be like oh here we are in Bumfuck Vietnam! And everyone's, like, clapping, like, ha, 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 yeah, we know what that is. And then one, it cuts to one guy in a confessional booth, and he's like, uh, yeah, bumfuck Vietnam! Everyone knows bumfuck Vietnam, you know? Duh. They're known for their bumfucks. <laughs> so this place is, like, someplace in Washington. I don't even remember. They're at, like, a motel on the side of a mountain in Washington called The Lodge, which, like, if that's not a cult... I don't know what cults are. And Jesse, the host, is all like, oh, yeah, we're in Washington, you know, in this city. Skatchmo was a Skatchmo. Bigfoot. Bigfoot, Washington, known for its (laughs) Skatchmo. Known for its Sasquatches. They're in, like, Sasquatch, Wyoming. (laughs) (laughs) Something like that. And it's pretty cold. And the guys are like, yeah. And so they get the date cards or whatever, and Doton gets the first date and Doton is like eight feet tall. And they go to this big bridge to bungee jump and Doton is all like, Oh, you know, like one of my biggest heights is fears. <laughs> it's like Doton. You're like twenty five feet tall. Like if you're afraid of heights, you're scared all the time. And there's other
1: people there, but then you don't see them ever again.
0: What other people?
1: There were other people there, right? Because they walk up and there's somebody screaming, and they're like, "Oh
0: shit, what are they doing?" Oh yeah, we never see because they're dead. Yeah, there's another couple, like the dummy couple. (laughs) Yeah, is dead. (laughs) And and then I think Charity does something which is the sexiest thing that she does the whole show. She gets like a lip quiver, afraid. Yeah, they're like, "You're gonna jump off this fucking bridge into the babbling brook below." (laughs) Yeah, she like, <laughs> chirps. It's so sexy. She, like, crawls into Doton's armpit. And remember, Doton is like a statue of a building of a man. And she, like, crawls into his armpit. She's like... Brrr. Like, her... She gets so pouty. She starts to, like... It's a like, very unique
1: fear reaction.
0: Yeah, it's very real. I will say that, um... Charity... <laughs>
1: like, I guess you're trying to blow out the... Trying to blow out She's shuddering Yeah She's
0: shuddering Like her body is shuddering And she's like kind of She's turning into a baby Like she's regressing Which is really cute on her uh, also, like, it's an involuntary reaction, which I think, mm-hmm. um, going back to something Braden, the villain of the show, screamed into a field, like, <laughs> I wish I wish she would just stop playing, bat- like, Bachelorette for a minute and just be off with me. And, like, mm-hmm. I loved that line, even though everyone else, that's the reason he's a villain. I loved that line, because in that moment, she really be was weird. off. Yeah, be just, like, involuntary. Eat a fucking radish, raw. jump around in a t-shirt and like 30 degree weather eating radishes raw like just fucking be come on now fucking get weird like have earrings that are weirder than me because let's remember Brayden wears earrings
1: yes which I like I'm not hating on anyone living their life and looking the way they want to look I absolutely am not I just can't get with the earrings though it's weird to me I can't imagine having an argument with him and like his earrings are flailing like ding 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 like you son of a bitch and then he's like no you bitch and his chandelier earrings are like waving at me
0: and then he's like doing he, a weird thing with his with his arms like he has ding, a
1: more ding, ding. essential earring collection than I do like I does, yeah. I have never seen. Earrings the way that he's got earrings. It's crazy.
0: He's got earrings that are so extreme that he'll put on like the he put on some like almost flush toned um chandelier earrings and I was like, These are so subtle on you. They are subtle because at I that was that point so used to like fucking New Mexico turquoise design <laughs> gas station uh keychains hanging from his um his ears.
1: It's very and it's just he wears scarves. The audience at home needs to know he
0: where he he is a man that wears scarves,
1: right? And again, I'm not hating at all, but it is confusing because the rest of his look is so masculine, but he pairs it with like full blown chandelier double earrings. So it is. It's just like it's a little
0: confusing, but like he's also he's a man. Right. So you think about the fact that, like, can you
1: imagine somebody like fixing
0: your toilet?
1: Yeah. And like, as they're fixing your toilet, their earrings are almost like in the toilet. <laughs> like, because like, they're wearing wait, these wait. chandelier earrings. Have you ever like fixing your fucking toilet? Have you ever toilet? had a guy like
0: eat you out and his like chandelier earrings get stuck on your pubic hair? <laughs>
1: right what if he does eat you out and like well are you and you're like, feeling
0: or you're feeling i'm dangling, dangling over of, him and my hair is dangling over him and then i pull up and we get like stuck or he's eating you out and
1: like nothing gets caught but you feel these faint like little tickles
0: okay of, of that's like hot. the jewels you're talking about the of advantages of like the chandelier
1: point. earrings like just caressing like a the car side wash. of your vagina, like a
0: chandelier earring car wash. Okay, well, like, well, sign me up. I'm sorry.
1: Okay, well, now it's cool. Now, so it's now cool. it's cool because
0: I compared it to a car wash. It's masculine. Okay, <laughs> well, so now it's hot.
1: It's still not hot for Well, me? no, it's not
0: hot in a practical sense. It's not hot in all those other areas. I'm just saying that one incidence before it gets caught in my pubic hair. And he pulls mm-hmm. up, and I rip out an earlobe with my pubic hair. And then I'm like, wow, I don't want anyone to ever go down on me again after that. Like, that is, like, not cool. And then I'm like, fix my toilet. And he starts to got toilet water and his yeah, I, yeah. But he has earrings, yeah. He has earrings. Well, no, okay, so my concern, my biggest concern would be, like, say we're in a parking lot. And, like, a crackhead parking lot molester right. comes up and starts doing ninja moves. And you know my boyfriend has to step in. And I mean, obviously, I'm a big woman. I'm gonna I'm gonna step in my... but I need backup. You know, I need like if I'm do stuff. You don't up, have the
1: earrings he has, right? And yeah. your boyfriend jumps out to defend you, and, and he's and, got chandelier and the earrings. The crackhead,
0: the crackhead, because the crack crackheads are smart. They're smart. They're like rats. They're- intelligent <laughs> and and so he jumps out and he's like well i'm gonna, obviously i'm just gonna rip this dude's earrings off and then it's like oh my boyfriend's hurt oh i gotta spend the rest of the night instead of like someone consoling me over the fact that a parking lot molester just tried to steal my honor that's what we're calling vaginas now my honor <laughs> trying to rip my honor away from me uh and now i've got to like nurse my boyfriend back to hell that's
1: another thing too it's almost like a disadvantage. I mean, if you have these like chandelier earrings hanging from you yeah. and you get in a fight with somebody You're fucked. That's one of the first things they could do is just Wait, unless
0: nat, okay. nat like rip that shit out of your ear. Unless, girl, unless he's been wearing chandelier earrings since magnet school and so he knows it's about to go down before it's about to go down. He takes those things out, like I'm gonna take these earrings out. Puts them in the He little- doesn't
1: strike me as the person to take out his earrings before a fight. Does he strike you as that? Because he doesn't strike me as that.
0: He strikes me as a guy to back out and not fight, honestly, which goes back okay, to okay. Well, then okay. Let's talk honestly, about the fact that low key
1: the same thing. Every
0: guy in the house hates this guy. All right, he's loud. He wears earrings. He wears a scarf. He, um, but he's really but he's masculine. Not
1: truly toxic. Because there could have been. Situations where they didn't like a guy, and they were true. He really hasn't been truly toxic, not in my fucking opinion.
0: So they have some buzzwords that they use a lot on these shows. They like right, to say yeah. things are toxic. Yes, they like to say here for the right reasons versus not here for the right reasons.
1: They like to say they're bold,
0: bold, like infidelity is infidelity. what infidelity. Oh yeah, is
1: always using.
0: Yeah, Cherry says infidelity instead of cheating because that was a word that came up a couple times in the season that she got rejected Which is on. Interesting, it is interesting
1: that it is infidelity instead of cheating
0: because I mean I know she's from Alabama, so I know she's such cheating that
1: and, That's and that cheating. is not what somebody from Alabama would say. Somebody from Alabama more than yeah. likely would not say I've experienced
0: infidelity. infidelity. Like if you said that to a girl, I mean that'd be like when I tell guys that I'm <laughs> like okay, it's like when I tell guys I'm celibate and they're like hell yeah, girl, what are we celebrating? Like, they don't fucking mobile, know Mobile, bored to celebrate, okay. bored to celebrate.
1: <laughs>
0: Jesus, uh, I ought to be celibate, mobile, because i have already <laughs> fucked. Everybody, Bored to celibate. <laughs> but no, okay, so yeah, she says infidelity. That's a producer word because I know, like, yes. she's thinking about cheating. You know. Yeah, cheating. He's a cheater. He cheated. Bold has to be a producer word. Yeah, because it's like bold italics, bunch of <clears throat> fucking useless English majors like me. Please hire me. Um, and then uh, here for the right reasons—that's classic because yeah, I, I mean that that's like that's like a tagline of the show. You know, definitely um, toxic. I mean, toxic is a buzzword on this show the same way it's a buzzword of fucking everywhere you look right now. It seems to be a buzzword
1: on this show even more, though, than usual. Like, God, that Aaron dude is, like, he is plugging, Aaron he is
0: plugging that
1: word to
0: hell and back. I mean, he is really plugging that word. So, Aaron B, um, the only Aaron that comes before C and after A, uh, mm-hmm. his whole personality is he's a snitch-ass bitch. Like, he's a snitch. Like, all he does, so, like, uh, Brayden will say something really normal and human and like vulnerable. Like, he'll be like, I don't know if, like, I actually want to date a girl who's dating all my roommates that hate me. I don't know. Which shouldn't
1: be a surprise, but also he's being honest. Like, he was being honest. The thing yeah. with Brayden is he was never dishonest, he wasn't.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: You can't accuse him of being dishonest.
0: And then I don't even understand the here for the wrong right reasons thing with him because it's like, he never said, I don't like charity. Right. What he said is, oh, wow, like,
1: I came into this
0: situation expecting to be cool with this because I'm a confident weird ass guy. And then it's like, I ended up connecting with her really quickly. And now I realize that like, I'm not as into cucking as I might have thought. Based Mm -hmm. on, you know, I used to watch a little cuck porn and I thought this will be cool in real life. And then I get in there and I'm like, oh, fuck, this actually hurts my dick right now. And then
1: I do think ego has a big, big, huge part in this thing because it's like you can't claim to not know what you're getting into at this point if you get in this show. We're talking about this thing has been going on for like 30 fucking seasons yeah so you know what you're getting into
0: you know well the that guys you are know a- it so much that like whenever like whenever they were talking about taking the rose away uh from brayden when he had like one of the date roses one of the guys was straight up like oh no they can take roses away they've done it before so they're, like, they're talking about the show while they're on the show they're talking about like oh yeah they can cancel cocktail parties they've done it before They've had a lot of cocktail party blockers before.
1: I don't like that shit. I think you should remain true to the show.
0: I don't I don't true, I don't, I don't like that. Format essentialist?
1: Yes, I do. I don't think you should be able to cancel a cocktail party. Like the show I think should remain the show that it fucking is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. It, it, <laughs> Yeah, have the cocktail parties.
1: That's that's the point. Like
0: her crying through the cocktail party is the fucking point. And the guy that could cheer her up, like, isn't that isn't that kind of what it, what you want to test out? Like, I don't know. It's like when right. I when I'm dating, it's like I don't. I mean I want to I wanna put on a positive presentation and not like trauma dump anyone but at the same time it's like if I'm going through something like you want someone I'm, who's going
1: to comfort you I want to be
0: myself you know yeah. like, and if I'm not feeling the best I can be like oh I'm not feeling the best like you know maybe hey like do you want to like go bowling with me and make feel a lot better like you want to like watch TV and get a pizza with me or do you want to go get ice cream which apparently that's controversial women aren't supposed to like it when um guys take them for ice cream because it's not a high effort date That's cute. I want ice cream so bad. Especially though, but especially like
1: I'm sorry, but especially if you're going out with somebody for the first time ever,
0: the first time ever. Like
1: we've interacted online, and I'm taking you out for the first time ever. Yeah, I feel like if I were a man. I'm not gonna take I you out to all my fucking money?
0: All or ex- Chris
1: te- steakhouse? Yeah, like on our first fucking what, date. Just because
0: you're like hot. Hell no. Just because like, you're we're hot. Just, in like let's just meet up. What also she might be a And see if psycho. we even
1: have like something like, that can go beyond this. I want
0: to make sure you're not gonna Damn. rob me, so I'm not gonna like right. tell you how much like, money I have.
1: No. <laughs> it needs to be super casual so that we can figure out if it. Can even go beyond
0: that, and so it's not—it's not like taking up a lot of time. Yeah, yeah, you know, like, and that's kind of what's cool about the setup of the show because it's like, so a bunch of guys come out of a limo. She spends a limited amount of time with each of them. Uh, she very quickly like narrows in on like who she's into, mm-hmm. and then um, she gives out a first impression rose, which went to Braden, which was a curse, and they've hated him ever since because it's like, how dare this peacock wear a rose. and then um and then she goes on like dates she has designated time with each of them she goes on group dates where she has she gets to see them interact in public which i think that's really useful she gets to see how they interact how they play like do you play nice let's put you in the playground let's see what you do and um and then she like narrows it down and like anyone who doesn't who feels like they got cut off before they got enough time or whatever. It's like they did get enough time. like it. You can tell very quickly in, a, in dealing with someone like if you want to deal with them more. Yeah. Um, so anyway. So we go on the bungee jumping date. They jump off the thing together. Then they talk about how much they love their families. Mm-hmm. Because that's a trope. In humanity and all of humankind. Everybody loves their family. And that's why it's not a good intimacy point for me. Because I feel like... That can make you feel really bonded to someone. Like, if you talk to someone and they're like, oh yeah, my grandma passed away and that made me so sad. And I remember, like, taking care of my grandma or whatever. And maybe you've also got, like, an uncle with cancer and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm going through that right now, too. And you might feel this deep, deep bond with them, but you actually learned nothing about them. Because you know what? Even villains love their mommies. Like, everyone's got a fucking family.
1: Everyone does, yeah?
0: Yeah that they're like, oh, family's really important to him. He didn't even say if he wanted kids. He just said, like, I love people that I'm related to. Sometimes they die. Families. <laughs> and then Sometimes we went on Milf Manor. would it be great if one of the guys, like, when they got to the trauma dump part of the date, the guy's like, oh, yeah, so things have been really hard with my mom lately. And she's like, oh, my Goddamn, God, I'm so sorry. He's like, yeah, we would have this other reality show, actually. And it was a MILF manor. <laughs> and like, my oh God, sister up. God, what if it was, up. like, cancer manor?
1: <sighs> and it was, like, everyone, like, had cancer and was, like, dying. And you had to oh fall in love with these God. cancer patients.
0: In their and stars. it was, like, cancer. <gasps>
1: Cancer manner. Cancer. <laughs> oh my fucking god. That's
0: so good. Oh my god. Oh my
1: fucking god. That would be horrible. But
0: great. Okay. I bet my mom. would kill that show though. Like, <laughs> no. Be, I mean, she's because she's like a really like robust person with cancer. So I think no! she fucking kill. Like I think she. She's still got one good boob. She fucking damn wreck that my shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Damn! I mean, uh, they got the
0: golden bachelor.
1: <laughs> It'd be mean, people that want to date cancer patients.
0: <laughs> what were we talking about? So, the, we hand out the group date card. And whenever they have a group date card, you would think, oh, I hope my name's on the group date card. But actually, guys are like, I hope my name's not on this group date card. Because that means I'm not getting the one, uh, one-on-one date card that's
1: offered. And they were it was like when Brayden barked like it was like he was like You're on the group date He was like
0: I That was kinda was. hot That was kinda hot I bet his earrings like jiggled like ding 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 Rrf ding ding, ding, ding! <laughs> <laughs> And then and then Aaron B which stands for bitch which or rhymes, boring. Or boring. Yeah. At first, I was calling him Andrew Boring. And because he doesn't have any qualities. Like, I mean, Xavier can Knit. Caleb is a wrestler and a cowboy and a singer. And he's gone now. And he's gone now, even though I think he was totally cute. He had a dumb face. Like that. Doton is really tall and he loves his family. Um, Sean is Denim Ken and he's an only child. Yeah, Sean was a little blonde guy. He looks kind of like um, Lord Farquaad from uh, really? Shrek. And, <laughs> except blonde. Like Ken, Lord Farquaad from Shrek. And then um, at one point uh, one of the guys is really annoyed with him and he says, hey Sean, are you an only child? <laughs> That's the biggest diss in the whole show. Like That is a murderous diss. Alright, so that's Sean. So he has a personality. Joey has curly hair. Yes. Tanner invited the platter. Which is why he has a problem with Brayden. Alright, so Tanner is one of the guys that has the biggest beef with Brayden. Like the but he's still being... here, so... He got eliminated in this episode. Oh, shit. Yeah, he's, yes, he did. He did nah. <laughs> but, uh, so tanner uh gets really mad because they're doing this challenge i guess let's go way back to the three girl scouts that show up and start like yelling at everybody ew fuck them fuck all of them bitches seriously <laughs> fuck all three of them bitches what all are you, three of what are you them. gonna do make that a little girls like what all right so so charity t- hey, you not up, what so charity First red flag of charity. Charity takes all her boyfriends to the middle of the woods, and she's like, "I'm gonna test you," because that's how she talks. And she's like, "I'm gonna test you," and then she like, like, like grins so much she frowns a little bit. Um, still cute, still beautiful. Just all the respect for boring people. Uh, but her mouth is so square. I think I think her mouth's really pretty. I think she'd be like really good to make she out. She does
1: have she does have a pretty mouth.
0: I, yeah, she
1: has pretty teeth.
0: And I like, um, yeah, I like her, like, lip coloring is really pretty. And they actually let her natural lip coloring come through. Like, they put a lot of sheer stuff on her lips. And so, I like that. But they, they let her natural beauty shine through. Um, but, like, she takes all her boyfriends to the woods. And she's like, I'm gonna introduce you to some of my friends. And, like, their friends came out and they're three little girls playing, a trumpet? What is she playing? Like A trumpet. A trumpet? Sadly, yes. What? Yeah. Like, Some fake trumpet burp-a-dee, burp-a-dee, Like... <laughs> She's like, you know, Charity at an armpit on top of a bridge on the trumpet. She's like... And, um, they come out and the guys are like, how are we going to relate to these people without seeming disrespectful or weird? <laughs> and the girls are like, this is a test. You need to go out and you need to forage for food. And if it is twigs and dirt, we're going to be really a pest. And whoever's worthy of her is going to get a like, kissing tree with her. And they start be like, you mm. better find some food. Yeah, but I got the food. But I got Get it for me. <laughs> hey, we're just like all applaud because this girl memorized like three paragraphs of verbal abuse. God, <laughs> the attitude
1: of someone that young. It's incredible. It's incredible to me.
0: Yeah, there was only one cool girl and she like, got like, oh my god. No even, if even, if it, even if it's
1: fake. even
0: Especially if it's fake. Well, right. is, is like, ex- ex- exactly. get it, They Especially get it from home. They get it from home. Yes! They're just doing it in imitation I'm of their mom. Oh my god! This is how my mom freaks out at the nail. Yeah! Onions, uh. onions onions uh. <laughs> 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 some- shit like oh, yeah. that uh. oh my god Did- you caught a frog in uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh vegan Girl Scout. Bitch, you're gonna starve. you gonna wrong? starve. What the fuck is wrong with you? Wah, wah? At, one point, <laughs> at one point, one guy in the woods was complaining about Brayden, and he's like, you know, Brayden's gonna That's act rough. out or whatever, and behind him, like, a small woodland creature, like, was sleeping behind him like if he had been on it he could have like gone out and like killed a fucking like small woodland creature and instead <laughs> you're gonna like bitch about some guy who wears earrings like his earrings are bigger than mine you know i only wear small stud earrings and he wears chandelier earrings you know he wears he wears e- oh my e- god e- <laughs> he'd teabag me with his earrings oh my god uh, get me <laughs> exactly you need to go teabag me <laughs> and then they have this weird fucking quiz where it's like, oh, hey, I have a question for you and you better answer it right or I'll throw you back into the woods. What would you do to keep Charity warm? And the guys <laughs> are all like, oh, I well, like it. I'm a blanket. I'm a like blanket. I'd use my body or something that's attached to my body and then one guy's like oh yeah I would use my body I would use my body I'd I'd use hugs and hot cocoa and the girl's like I like hot cocoa and while she's saying that he's like I am the hot cocoa (laughs) oh yeah I think that guy should have won I don't think he did I think the guy who won was the fucking bitch Andrew Boring I think Andrew Boring won and Brayden was like, fuck that shit. Okay. Fuck that shit. And then Charity was like, we're so in sync! Because she says that about everybody. <sighs> cuckoo! At one point she starts cuckoo. cuckooing with a guy. She's like, who do you? And cuckoo. And they're. Like, she's like, we're so in sync. Um, so, I guess a red flag on this show is to express doubt at all. Or to mm-hmm. have a personality. Because Brayden in this episode was peak Braden like first of all he didn't need a jacket because he mm. was such a fucking leprechaun jumping off the trees he was like I don't need a jacket I'm sweating and he's, he's like, like I'm a dick I'm a dick I'm a dick 100% yeah but they bleeped it out so we couldn't tell what they were saying it was like I'm a I'm a, I'm a- it's just like "Uh, he is okay so Braden some facts about Braden Um, he isn't polyamorous yeah. He's not like not even a little bit, which is crazy because he's a travel nurse. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine a better way to get pussy than being. A he's nurse. not as
1: bad as the show kind of portrayed him. He really yeah. isn't, in my opinion.
0: I think they should have kept him on longer.
1: Like I'm not, I'm not saying that he's great, but he's not. Man, he's really not as bad.
0: And then, you know what, I think, honestly, it's kind of homosexual sometimes how much people hate him. And I say this because, mm-hmm. all right, so if you hate a guy that much, you don't want him in your polycule. Right. right. And you're like, he's so awful to have, you know, as one of the guys who's also dating my girl. What you're implying is that there are some guys who you think are more preferable to cross swords with. And so you get rid of Brayden, you're like, oh, like now I can breathe a sigh a sigh of relief. So it's not like you're like a guy who's like, oh, I want to eliminate each guy who's dating my girl and be the only one. You're like, I want to date my girl with other guys, but not this one specifically, not this one. Mm-hmm. So there are guys I would prefer. There's this great group of guys that's left that I would prefer to cross swords with. So I think that is um, that is a homosexual tilt. Um, this show encourages a lot of love bombing though. It encourages a lot of over committing and that's why him saying like oh god I don't know if this process is going to be for me ultimately is so taboo because um, like this show encourages love bombing. Like to borrow another overused phrase these days yeah, and it really it does. It absolutely does. They're like hey like they, like in the episode prior to this they have everyone dress up like Ken dolls and sing a song for her when they just met her. And I think that's one of those things that makes Braden and the classic villain of all time, Chad, who from a previous season, said the famous words, Fuck you, Chris Harrison. And it was a real piece of shit, but it was really hot. Cause the pieces of shit are like always like really hot. Like they have to be. Like otherwise why would we invite them to the party? <laughs> why would they be in my polycule? <laughs> I mean, Brayden is not
1: unattractive but the earrings thing does make him unattractive to me that was weird it yeah. it just was weird and i mean everybody can look how they want to look
0: do you think maybe he like wasn't always this big masculine man like maybe when he was like a 15 year old boy he was like, kind of small than me. And then it was, like, this weird transition, like, oh, I've always been kind of, like, a metrosexual style boy. Who knows? And then, oh, I got big. That's really interesting to think about,
1: though, honestly.
0: Yeah, because it's, like, the masculine journey, that's got to be weird, because it's, like, and the same thing with women. it is a journey. Like, women, like, might have always, like, played more masculine, and then they get hit puberty, and they get really big boobs or something, and they're, like, oh, like, How do I work with this, with my look? Like, how do I make that jive? And it's weird. It's awkward. And, like, going back to ultimatum queer love, like, there are all these kind of, like, misalignments in that.
1: I Man. Again, that was so interesting. Seeing all women deal with women. Like, the conversations were so deep.
0: Yeah, and it was never like, this person is universally toxic. It was like... It was so deep. Yeah, yeah. It was like, oh, this person is acting like so a bitch because of this. are so deep. They're so deep, yeah. And you just like stick it's your very, very interesting. fist in them. Yeah. <laughs> and everything. And expand. And expand, yeah. And then stuff can come out of it. If you put some goopy stuff in them, yeah. women are so deep. Man, this is why we need more all-female podcasts. Yes. And this is what brings us to bumfuck Vietnam, and this lodge, mm-hmm. the home of Bigfoot. All right. So, um... the group date concludes. Oh, yeah. Tanner's really mad because so Tanner went out. He, like, found, he foraged for mushrooms in the woods and, like, brought them all back on, like, a piece of wood that he found with some moss. So it was plated very pretty. Brayden also plated his food but he made like a whole salad like somehow he found beets or some shit like i don't know if the beets were planted by production or if like brayden's really using his like half native american energy to like jump around like a fucking leprechaun i think he's like half irish and half native american i'm making up the irish part but there was a very leprechaun energy to like his whole vibe it was very like like a leprechaun pretending to be a bachelor a bachelorette contestant energy about him like he knows where the gold is at and those earrings are silver but he brings out like a whole salad on a plate and tanners like braided stole my fucking idea mm-hmm. it's like no one wants to fuck you tanner like this is it, the 8% uh, shit
1: on a plate yeah and then you did too And he's like, I invented the
0: platter. What? Because you went first? like, like, even if he did take your idea, like, is that, okay, is that what we're looking for in a partner? Like, who is the most original idea for putting um, food on a plate? Like, I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. I don't give a shit if you invented the plate. All right. So, then we go on the Xavier one-on-one date. The thing I know about Xavier that makes him stand out from the other guys, is Xavier knows how to knit. Mm -hmm. Every time they're, like, on a bus together, he starts knitting a scarf. Good for him. So, yeah, but he doesn't wear them, and that's very masculine. (laughs) He knits them for other people. And so that makes him very masculine. So they go apple bobbing. How do we feel about... Their date. So, first they, like, squish something. It looks like they're doing that thing where they squish grapes for winemaking, which no one actually does anymore, but they always do on the show. Like, they're always, like, sticking their feet in a bucket and squishing something. But this time it looks like they're squishing mashed potatoes with their feet. So, they're making foot potatoes. And after that, they go apple bobbing. And apparently, apple bobbing, you only have to get the apple by its stem. Apparently... Did you know that?
1: No, I did not fucking know that. I have a traumatic (laughs) experience of when I was like in middle school and we had an apple bobbing event and I thought you had to get the apple by like... Yeah, I thought you had to like...
0: (sighs) Like you had to like. Arr! I Arr!
1: thought you had to Arr! like get it Arr! like get bite in the ass. it, yeah. And you so you had to like wrestle it through the water. Yeah, you have to like work the corner, you know, like Arr! you know, like trying to drink a. <sighs> and I maybe. had my I had my makeup done. I had my hair done. How old were you? I was like ten, maybe
0: ten. Yeah, and you were like a ten-year-old, like, and I was like thinking, up. I was like, I was done up. You were like Jobinay like, Ramsey, like,
1: cute, and I'm like, I'm a to bob for apples, <laughs> but nobody like told me that you're getting stem. Yeah, so basically, you just have to like tongue it until you apparently, which
0: is really unsanitary. Nobody fucking,
1: yeah, that is unsanitary. <laughs> <laughs> that it really is
0: in a post-COVID world. But
1: like, I like buried my fucking face in this shit. And I, like, looked like hell the whole rest of the fucking dance because I buried myself in a bucket of water. Yeah, you pulled an Ophelia. Yeah. I'm like, I'm a drown bitch. I did. <laughs> it was very, very unfortunate.
0: Yeah, I always thought that you had to, like, get in, like, too. And, but, like, I never did it. Like, I did a bunch of challenges, but that was always the one that I was just, like... I don't know, like maybe I was too streetwise, like, oh, you tell me to put my mouth on something. I'm not gonna put my mouth on something you tell me to put my mouth on like I was just like like the same reason I didn't hug the Chuck E. Cheese guy, like, oh, an adult man dressed as a mouse wants to hug me. You think I don't know this game? And um so I just like my ass I'm like, I'm ready. I'm like, stick my fucking face in it. I'm ready. I'm
1: ready, I'm ready
0: to put my mouth on it. Yeah, I'm ready. Oh my god, I'm that sick kid. This is actually the one only time I've ever been like, I'm not going to put my mouth on that. Because if I had had that foresight in other situations, I would have avoided a lot of boyfriends. Good for you. I know. Instead, I put my mouth on the boys and kept my mouth off the apple. The mouth on the boys. My makeup stayed good. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Good. But not good my for you. Hair. No, not. No, I didn't. No, it didn't. <laughs> we're so in sync right now so yeah you know, the canceling of the cocktail party um, that's the worst thing you can do to another man is to to have your existence upset a separate man so much that that separate man goes to charity and gets in her ear about why the original man who did nothing is bad mm-hmm. and then that original man we're going gonna to blame him for canceling the cocktail party but then this show, it also pulls, like, a lot of weird um, pranks on us. Because, like, at one point, Jesse, the host, he walks out. And he's like, guys, something happened. There's not going to be a cocktail party. And the guy's just like, oh. And he's like, because there's going to be a barbecue. <laughs> and then, like, later on, I think in, like, the next episode, um... Charity walks out, and kind of unexpected, and the guys are all sitting in a semicircle. You know, don't you love it when your boyfriend's sitting in a semicircle? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's talk about that. And so she walks out, and then she's like, I can't do this anymore. Uh, Because we're gonna do this at the beach! <laughs> it's like, what? She's like, I can't be here anymore, because we're going to the beach! And it's like, every, she, they like to, like, I guess because the show, that this season is so fucking boring. It kinda is. Yeah, because we don't want to expose Charity to any chads. Like, even fucking, even a Brayden's too spicy for her.
1: It seems that way. So, like... And they threw away kind of the most interesting character, which is Brayden, right? Like, like... Yeah. Like, I want to see what... Like, I almost started to get invested in what earrings he was gonna wear next. Like because you know he
0: had more of a sleeve yes like imagine his proposal earrings
1: yes oh, oh my god oh my
0: god exactly he thought about it
1: like that that will probably be peak fucking earrings versus earrings that I've never ever owned
0: yeah yeah you could steal his earrings yeah like something I would never be even like had. so intimate. But like, so the guy who like really hates him, Aaron B, which stands for boring or bitch, which rhymes with snitch, because he's a snitch. So Aaron B is so shitty at fashion that like he wore a thermal shirt with a uh, suit jacket, yeah, and a necklace, and a necklace, and a, a fucking fleur de lis necklace. It's like I'm from Louisiana, that's why I catch frog legs. Also, he brought a frog, so at, when they had the uh, Girl Scout date in the woods, and they had to go forage for food, he brought a frog, and the show did not make it clear whether he killed the frog, whether the frog was they already didn't dead, show the frog. or whether the frog was still alive and, like, hopped off. Because did not show the frog. Because,
1: yeah, if the frog was dead,
0: I would be like,
1: like immediately go the fuck home. Immediately. Immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Immediately unless it's like um, but did you bring me a live frog but if if you did bring me a live frog then would've, it would have okay. jumped away like it would have been
0: live what if would it make a difference like, what the fuck would it make a difference to you if he caught a fish with his hands and brought you a dead fish because i feel like a dead fish it's like i do kind of think it's hot like in the dating profiles when the guys show like hey i have a boat I go out. I catch big fish for you. Like I think that is hot, and I know a lot of people I don't make fun think of it's it.
1: Hot. Someone killed a frog.
0: Yeah. Now, if
1: you went to a river and you like hand caught a fish, and then knew how to cook it, and it was actually, I all would put find to that hot. Yeah. But if you like went out and killed a fucking frog, hell no. Just to eat no. legs. No. It's little
0: legs. No. It's tiny legs. No. Oh.
1: No. 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 I would not find the well, hot. Especially I would because not it's like find that okay. No. If you understand don't what, what show you're dog. on,
0: you know that you're not going to have the opportunity. They're not gonna like cook that frog on TV. And so it's like if someone goes out and kills something and cooks it for me, great. If someone goes out and kills something that's just gonna, you know, get like swept up by a production assistant, like no. No, like I can't trust well, you with a baby. My babies look like frogs. Like what if I have a baby that has a really froggy face and you're just like, oh, I'm rummaging through the woods. Oh, this baby. Oh, shit. That was my baby, not a frog. Like, I don't fucking trust you. And it's like, I don't know, like killing for pleasure. Right. Or game. Like killing for a game. Yeah. This life or death This ain't a game. So I think Aaron B is a murderer. I think his fashion is bad. I think he's a snitch. Um, he, like, I don't know what his good quality is. He's a salesman and he's trying to ruin a travel nurse. Brayden's a travel nurse, which, like, like, yeah, that job does have the potential to have the reputation of being kind of a fuckboy, but he ha- he has proven to have no fuckboy qualities. He has not shown us any not actual fuckboy. I don't think yeah. so. Yeah, not yet. Like, the worst he's done is be too honest, too vulnerable, be really weird, be kind of an arrogant... He has ADHD up his asshole. Like, he's really weird dude um he is really weird and it's like i'm a really weird dude so i can't really shit on that Mm -hmm. and he actually like made a good salad out of the woods and had a like more fun than anyone there he did He he had a really good time yeah and charity was just like the other guys hate you so why do i keep hearing about this and i mean like i get her not wanting to be with him but it seems like she was really attracted to him she was yeah um she was like ignoring like caleb the wrestler to be with this guy um so let's see the question because this comes up on the intimate part of the date with uh xavier who Mm -hmm. knits I'd like point to my notebook. Like, Xavier who knits. <laughs> Xavier knows how to knit. That's mm-hmm. hot. They have like an okay kind of generic date. They're doing stuff in front of people, which would not be a good way to gauge. I don't know. It's like they're like performing in front of a crowd, bobbing for apples. It's like you know, if you meet on a porn set. Like, is this the real you? Um. So then they start talking on the date, and they start talking about their biggest. Fears in relationships. Uh, what was Xavier's biggest fear? Can't remember.
1: Wait, hold on.
0: Was it like not being heard or something? Like, like he's like in the toilet and he asks, he poops and he realizes there's toilet paper. He's like, "Honey, honey, honey," and she doesn't hear him. And then he's just sitting there like on the toilet with all this shit on his butt, and he's like, "I don't feel heard right now. I don't feel seen." It was something like that. But I know that uh, Charity's biggest was infidelity. Yes. Which is a weird word to use. And she's kind of like, she acts like we already know. She's like, well, of course, you know, my biggest is infidelity. And, you know, he did it again and again. And having infidelity happen repeatedly. And she doesn't specify whether it was one person doing infidelity repeatedly or every person she's ever been with. His is not being
1: acknowledged.
0: Not being acknowledged. Okay, so it is him sitting on the toilet, and he's like, honey, and she doesn't hear him, and she doesn't come inside and give him toilet paper, or, you know, she doesn't acknowledge him in other ways. Ah, yeah. That's kind of deep. hmm What do you think your biggest fear is? What? Your biggest fear in a relationship.
1: Well, I'm married currently, but... Like, when you were dating, when you were out there in the wild. I personally have never been cheated on that much, so cheating is not something.
0: Me neither. neither. That is
1: a trigger for me. I I got cheated on. Really haven't been cheated
0: on. In eighth grade, like my girlfriend who was in high school cheated on me with a college student, and that sucked. But after that, never again. Never got cheated on again. I'm gonna cheat on you first. I
1: I really haven't been cheated on. Um, I would say. I was in a relationship with someone who verbally and financially abused me. Like, they kind of told me I was less than. Yeah. There were situations where, like, we were out with friends and we were getting lunch. And I didn't have enough money for my lunch. And they were like, I can't cover you in front of other people. Even though they could cover me.
0: Yeah. They wanted to like make you. They were feel trying less than to make them. me
1: feel fucking shitty.
0: Yeah.
1: Or uh I was a delivery driver and they had a job that wasn't a delivery driver job, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, Hey, can I have five bucks to like put gas in my car so that I can deliver fucking sandwiches? And they'd be like, No, you can't.
0: Shit like that, yeah. They're lording it over you,
1: yeah. Like very, like monetary abuse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Making me feel very less than. Very, and you know, like, they, like in like, front, use front that of friends. To you? In front of friends, they were like, "I don't got your lunch." What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't got your lunch.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: That was one of. That was like the biggest thing that showed me I needed to get away from this person.
0: Yeah. Was Because it's not even like a private thing. It's not right. even like. Because if it was like a boundary they draw in private, like. Yeah. You know, like I can't. No, like we I don't want I don't want us to get in the habit of like you nickel and diming me. Like I just. Mm-hmm. Versus like no like I need to let her know and all her friends know like she no
1: this was us we were out with like eight other friends and I didn't have the money for lunch and I was like can you spot me and they had the money to spot me but they looked at me and they were like no I don't I can't spot you and I was like the fuck do you want me to do yeah in front of like
0: everyone wash dishes. Yeah. Or, like, ask someone else for money. And he did cover it, but it, but it, it, was, when it
1: was a whole thing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but the it was is, a it's whole...
0: thing like, I bet you you were fucking sucking the shit out of that dick. Uh-huh. And I'm sorry, but the, how, dinner cannot be more than... Like, lunch or cannot be more than I'm 20 Or even if I'm not fucking
1: the shit out of but that were, dick. But
0: you were, though. That's my partner. You were. And, like, as an account... As a relation, professional relationship accountant, you were sucking the shit out of that dick. Ergo, lunch...
1: Yeah, lunch, like, like, or you, like, you, you know, bare minimum
0: respect. Yeah,
1: you're gonna call me out. Well, and like it's this.
0: like, don't date women that are uh, in a lower socioeconomic value <laughs> than you if you don't want to like buy them food. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't know. Like when I like the like, I just can't imagine. Like, like I'm only like casually dating someone right now, but it's like I just can't imagine him. Asking me to an expensive restaurant and then being like, "Oh yeah, you gotta pay your own." It's like, bitch, <laughs> you know what kind of month I'm having. Like, come uh-huh. on, man. Like, you yeah, know what's going and on. And this was life. somebody that I was like engaged to. Oh, you were engaged? Yes. Oh well, then like y'all's money. Is- yes. Were y'all living together? Yes. All right then. No. Yeah, it was hey. horrible. Were you cleaning his socks? No. Oh, okay
1: but this was one of the Still, many things that was like this is not yeah this that's is like not for me this do is not, not the relationship not cross, for me though. no i yeah i dodged a i dodged a bullet
0: that Absolutely. reminds me of like one of the conversations i had before i left like one of my big major exes is um we were at the grocery store and like he was paying for groceries um, cause he made a lot more money than I did. And, um, like, and I cooked for him every day. Like I cooked for him every fucking day. I made him like stir fries and, you know, like all kinds of shit. And, um, that was like probably like the best cooking I've done in my life. Like I'd grill him, like fucking, and, and I was happy to do it because like he let me, like when my mom was really sick, he let me quit my job. So it was like mutual. Like we were like, yeah, there were a lot of like good things going back and forth being exchanged. And just, like, you know, the love so that you weren't quantifying those things. It wasn't, like, a tally. Yeah. But we were at the grocery store, and I, I was working at that time. And I like to make myself really nice lunches when I go to work. Like, I like to make myself, like, I like to meal prep myself some nice fucking sandwiches. And I wanted to buy this bread that was a nicer bread this is at the grocery store. So it's like the nicer bread is like, "Oh, we're going to get like the potato rolls and they're going to be like $3." So this was like this was like some years back before groceries got crazy expensive. So it's like we're going to spend $3 in bread instead of $1, and he like lost it on me at the grocery store and I was so humiliated. And it just brought up all these feelings. Like he doesn't want it. He doesn't think that I'm worth, you know, like Three dollars fifty three cents. You know he doesn't think right. I'm worth like the extra bread, and it's like, and he's humiliating me about. It. He's yelling at me about it in public and making me feel small at the grocery store and making me shut down. And that led to this huge fight where I said that sometimes I felt like I was just a maid and a whore. And he told me, "Well, you're a bad maid and a whore." And I wish I had this comeback back then because it took me years to come up with. But I should have said, "Well, that means you're bad at hiring." <laughs> <laughs> like, if I'm a bad mate at horror, it's like, well, you've hired me. Yeah. Um, but for me, I think my biggest fear, actually, is um, a guy not really liking me. Like, realizing, like, getting involved with a guy, and it turns out he doesn't really like me. Like, you Fuck know when him. a guy is kind of, like, disgusted by you? You know? Like, and it comes out, I mean, probably, like, when that guy was being mean to you, it felt like, oh, you don't really like me in this moment. Like, that's that feeling that I'm most scared of, is... Because I don't get involved with someone that I don't really like. And even when there are things about them I might hate, the whole reason that I'm there is because there's a whole lot more things about them that I really, really like. And I feel like sometimes guys will like us because we're girls. You know, or they like who we are at first. They're like, oh, she's a funny girl who's, like, confident. She's a funny, comedian don't girl. like
1: anyone that doesn't
0: like you. Don't. I know. It's not hot. Well, it's not hot, it makes you feel like a rapist. <laughs> but it's like sometimes you can't tell. So that's my biggest fear is when you can't tell. Like when you get in there with a guy emotionally, it's like, oh, you resent everything I am. Like you're like like you realize that someone's like the worst kind of guy is like an incel who gets laid. Mm. Because it's like you think that if they get late, it's gonna fix it it's like oh no you still hate us but you're just on the inside now um but it's interesting how these dates are based around like trauma bonding so like on what date do you think because they get down to their worst thing that's ever happened to them immediately on like date one on what date do you think it's appropriate to tell them about how like? Your whole family died in a factory fire during the Industrial Revolution. And that's I don't why think, you can't love. I don't think it's appropriate
1: the first date. Yeah. I do kind of think it might be appropriate the second date, though. Yeah. Like, not the first date, because I, I do think the first date should be very lighthearted.
0: Yeah, it should be very, like, can very, we play? very
1: lighthearted.
0: Yeah. Maybe even the first one or two, like would would I pick you for
1: my basketball team or not and but but I do think by the third date, by the second or third date, I'm the kind of person I am the kind of person that i'm I'm gonna let you know what I have in mind, and I'm gonna use that as weeding it out,
0: yeah, like the litmus test. <sighs>
1: I'm intense. I have a lot of emotions. I'm very emotional. I have a lot of emotions in general. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to be myself at my capacity to make sure that you can deal with that. Yeah. Because if you can't,
0: then we're not going to get along. Yeah. It's not going to be a very good basketball game. No. <laughs> so like um yeah so like the fear that's what i like about the question what are you most afraid afraid of in a relationship and that's one of the only times that i think charity really betrays the fact that she's a therapist because like she's a therapist but then sometimes she just acts like she has no idea what's going on like when people are like acting or yeah re-acting, she's weird. Like, as a therapist yeah. but then again she's only seen one side of it like we've got to like re-edit the show to where it's like Charity's just sitting in a room by herself with no cell phone or TV, and then randomly guys come up to her. And so it's like she could have a a day that's just her like in silence, yeah. Maybe I doing some exercise, walking around, and the guy comes up to her and he's like, "Braden's a bad dude. And then she's like, okay. And then she goes to a weird party and it's weird. And then later a guy's like, "Braden's a weird dude. And that's all she sees. And then she sees a really intense connection with Braden. And then she's like, oh, wow. Like, maybe these intense connections are scary. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm automatically wary of if I overconnect with someone very quickly. Mm-hmm. I'm automatically like kind of investigating it, like, what is this? Is this real? Is this mm-hmm. the Matrix? Like, which pill did I take to get here? Um, but I think that's a good question, for sure. All right, so let's talk about success rates. What do you think the success rate of this show is? Like, what do you think our odds are? Well, who do you think's um, gonna be the uh, the winner? Who's gonna win? Or do you have any handle on who's gonna win?
1: That I have no handle over, but I would like to know what the percentage of of who has succeeded in this journey, as they call it. Okay, like so, so how many people have done this show
0: and come out with a partner? And
1: come out with a partner, and they're with that partner still.
0: All right. So, the two thirds of the seasons end with proposals. So, it already takes one third of them. Two thirds. Yeah. And then, of those proposals, only five have led to marriage. With the Bachelorette having a better success rate at 30%, versus the Bachelor has an 11% chance of picking the right person. As far as who is still together. Out of, like, 20 seasons of The Bachelorette and slightly more of The Bachelor. Um, Let's see. Only five couples from the whole franchise are still with their final picks. Yeah, that's the same. And then two of them are with their second choices. Because guys, only the guys do this. The women never do this. But sometimes the guys pick a final pick and then realize, like, oh, shit. I only picked her because she's a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader actually like maybe i don't want to have kids with the dallas cowboy cheerleader and that's really mean to the dallas cowboy cheerleader because she's a sweet person but guys tend to um their dicks tend to make the wrong decision and they realize like oh shit like after their dicks dry off like it takes them a couple weeks for their dicks to dry off and they're like fuck men
1: are more into visuals than women
0: are They really are. In the short term. So what it proves is it's in kind of, well, like in the long, like uh, in all ways, obviously, but then it's like once guys um, post-nut clarity, once guys get that post-nut clarity, they realize like what they really want. Versus women, I mean, women can get laid whenever we want, so I think that affects it too. Like, we can always, like, I don't know any woman that hasn't like, you know, had a Good romp with someone way out of her league at some point, so there's not much mystery to us, you know. I think that.
1: <laughs> I know this is gonna sound kind of sad.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I think there's not a situation where a woman gets laid that she's like blown the fuck away. Yeah, I mean, okay, <laughs> there is, there is, there is, but it but doesn't have to do with not looks that often.
0: And it doesn't right. have it has to... nothing to do yeah. with looks. Like, I've had guys... Like, I've had fuck buddies that I've turned down who are tens. Beautiful men. Gorgeous face. But it's like, um... Ooh, ooh, it's kind of like... Uh, I've it, never been blown away. I didn't really come. <laughs> I didn't really come with you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I went with you, but I didn't come with you. Like, <laughs>
1: well, you're gorgeous... You're
0: cool. You're
1: doing a good job. Yeah. But, like, I did not fucking orgasm with
0: you. The things I've been blown away with are normally, like, there's a really strong emotional and physical connection. Like, everything's there. And that has nothing to do with looks, really. Mm -hmm. That has to do with... Yeah, that has to do with, like, I don't know. Because there there will be guys that are, like, fucking, like, four feet tall and look like a gremlin. Mm -hmm. But, like, they've got, like, a like a baby arm and they're just like they're really funny and it's just like alright alright munchkin we're going to Oz <laughs> um but yeah but this show puts sex off the table which is so interesting like I wish I could date someone that long without having sex with them like I wish I could date them and their 30 roommates without having sex with them <laughs> Uh, let's see Uh, yeah the show's weird it's not that good it's just not it's that not. good the best part of the show they got rid of him really early but it was night one and there was this guy so they have the limo entrances where the guys like line up and they come out of limos and she, she they meet a Charity and this one guy he was like alright I'm going to teach you a self defense move She's like, all right, what are we going to do? And then he's like, you're going to kick me in the balls. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, no, come on, do it. And then he starts, like, putting his fist in his mouth. And he's like, oh, oh, like he's anticipating getting kicked in the balls. Like, oh, mommy, oh, Milf Manor, kick me in the balls. And she doesn't do it. But you can tell he's so fucking turned on by the prospect of it. And then afterwards, he, like, continues to give that. Every time some guy does something weird, she's just like, oh. You know, it's, um, that guy's the most interesting guy, and then he left, and then Brayden left. And, like, I don't know what we have left. Like, I guess I hope she ends up with, let me look at my list of guys, I hope she ends up with Xavier, because he can knit. I hope, uh, I bet Aaron B, he's probably good in bed, which is why it makes him even more mad, because he was giving her a massage. So he's probably good in bed. Maybe i don't know that
1: massage was sad as fuck yeah that was a really sad massage that's
0: true that's true like i mean it was like your hands are so big like you could fucking like get in like you could fucking like just get in there and like crack some shit
1: it was like barely touching shit
0: yeah yeah he probably like um he probably doesn't eat pussy who do you think eats pussy
1: I feel like Braden probably ate pussy.
0: Braden probably ate pussy like a homeless he man. He probably ate pussy like like to hell and back. He probably ate pussy like he's trying to pay the rent. Like he, I he knows don't how to. know forge. man, like he's got that I get,
1: I get the vibe that he ate pussy like it a was lesbian. like,
0: like Ruth Chris. Bruce Chris. Like that shit was like <laughs> oh, he, legit. he took twenty percent of that pussy. Yeah, and that's why she was so attracted to him at first. Because it's like who wouldn't be? Their making out was crazy. Like their making out was like one of the was. only makeouts that doesn't want make want to vomit. Like they were actually like getting it, but he like wasn't showing us his whole tongue. And and then there was that whole thing about
1: like he was like my friends have to like keep me in check to not put my mouth on things.
0: Oh, God, he did say that. He did say he's that. He's like, I'm he going to eat everything that. in this it forest. Like, normally, my friends have to tell me not to like, put my mouth on things. But my, no, none of my friends are here right yeah, now. No, no,
1: My friends are here right now to tell me you not to put my mouth on things. I'm going to put my mouth on it. <laughs> oh, my God. but He's ready to put his mouth on things.
0: All right. All right. Brayden just, okay, so Brayden, he, what I like about him is like my pros and cons list on him. He's ready popping. to put his mouth. On things. So anytime... I try to make a pros and cons list on on guys... And the longer that pros and cons list gets on both sides, like, the more I like the guy. Because, like, normally it's like, all right, you did something fucked up early on. We got your good qualities, you know, you have nice eyes. He's ready to eat that shit. But it's like, his just gets longer and longer (laughs) on both sides. And it's like, I would not still be making this pros and cons list if I wasn't fucking into this shit. You Mm -hmm. know, like, if I was, every time I write down, like, well, he's really annoying. All the guys hate him, but, oh, he fucking puts his mouth on it. But his Uh, earrings also, like, I'm ready. He, I'm don't ready like to earrings. see what
1: earrings he shows Chased up
0: with. Scar. Like, just, I'm ready
1: to see what the fuck like he he exited the show and then he came the back. Earrings is
0: a pro and a con. Yes. It's both. And then you've got um well he's honest. <laughs> All my other boyfriends hate him, so that's a con. Yes. He's but like, but they're also petty. Yeah, but then also it's like I really don't want to be polyamorous at the end of this, and neither does he. No. So it's like if a guy's too down. I don't know. I feel like if a guy wasn't mad that I was making out with another guy, that's like not hot. Like if a guy's totally chill with it, like oh I don't care. I don't yeah. Care. You do, you do, you do me. Like no, I kind of want a guy. Kind of want a guy to really like like wiggle his head back and forth as the earrings go ding 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 because <laughs> he's so upset. <laughs> Alright, so we're team Brayden, and he's gone. And so at this rate, I don't know, I just hope Xavier wins, because he can knit. Um, And his biggest fear is not being acknowledged. So we're going to acknowledge you, Xavier. Yes, exactly. We're acknowledging you. You can knit. And you haven't, I think Xavier was actually friends with uh, uh, Brayden. Like, Brayden was, like, yelling into the field with him about how, I'm a dick. I'm a dick 100% of the time. Alright, last question, and we're gonna end this. Mm -hmm. How would you keep charity warm? If I was
1: a dude, I would honestly say my body warmth. I'd be like, I'm keeping you warm with my body. Yeah. And my words.
0: Whoa, your words.
1: Yeah, like I would say something to her. Like I would say something that to would her, her like that slow would slow like, down her breathing and like. That would like totally fucking shut her down. Wow. Totally fucking calm her. Like I'm about to attach myself to your body and then I'm gonna say shit to you. Yeah. That you need to fucking hear.
0: And also that warmth whispering in her ear. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I would do. God, so many guys. All right, lesson at home for the dudes at home. Like just <laughs> breathe in her ear little bitch. Breathe in her like just cuz like some guys like I guess the, the art of making out has been lost on some of these dudes. No, today. no, 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 no. Breathe in no her making ear. out. Breathe in her fucking ear. Well, that's part of making yeah. it out to me. Like, ear play. Like, yeah. play with the fucking ear. Don't bite it. Don't pull it off. You know, uh, don't, don't like stick my whole chandelier braid and earring in your mouth. And, yeah. Like, rip it off like we're in a bar fight and you're a parking lot crackhead molester. But like, you know, just like breathe in my fucking ear. Like, breathe on my neck. Mm-hmm. Like, hot breath. Breathe down my fucking shirt. Mm-hmm. Without being like, oh, titties. Yeah. Because that's more Not stimulating weird. to the titties. You know, like that makes her want you to do those things to the titties, but don't just like fucking do them. Like, just make her want you to do them. I don't know. I feel like I'm kind of an asshole though, because this is how I'd keep her warm. First, I'd buy her a heating blanket, and then I'd cheat on her. (laughs) 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 All right, this has been comedians ruin the bachelorette podcast. Any last words, Lindsay? Any last epiphanies? I think we said it all. I think we did. Yeah. Well, you've been a wrestler and a cowboy and a singer. Ew! You've been tall and an only child and a snitch. Ah. You invented plates. You know how to knit. All right. All right. That's it. (laughs) Oh, nice.
1: Got a nice little pocket.